you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso, and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And indeed, it is only June 1st as we record this episode of the show, but you know what? Football news is about to start heating up, and I'll get to all of that, but first I got to tell you that this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And you know what? I, it would be foolish of me not to lead with at least a quick congratulations to the Missouri softball team. Obviously a disappointing 2-1 to one series defeat in the Super Regionals to James Madison University. Obviously a great season for the Tiger softball ladies, but you know, it does kind of feel a little bit like all the times the Tiger basketball team has made the Elite Eight and lost, just to be so close to the College World Series. Obviously a big disappointment, but at the same time, I know those ladies are holding their heads high, as they should, as should head coach Larissa Anderson. And really, I don't have a lot to add to the series, other than as a layperson, a somewhat of a layperson for softball, I do wonder, should that sport maybe limit starts by pitchers a little bit. Now, I will definitely defer to the purists on this one, but you know what? The young lady for James Madison, Odyssey Alexander, was obviously a really, really good player. She didn't pitch great in Missouri's victory, got knocked around a little bit, but otherwise was pretty gosh darn good, and she was good at the plate too, knocking in some runs for JMU. So to me, I would kind of like to see Especially, it just defeats the purpose of a three-game series a little bit. Maybe this is me as a baseball fan, but maybe you, can, you can't start two games in a row. Maybe that would be the limit. Again, if, if you say no as a softball purist, I'll defer to you because this isn't my, my area of expertise, that's for sure. But as a baseball fan, if you're going to have a three-game series, I'd kind of like to see different starters in each game. That's just me. But you know what? Moving to Tiger football, as I said earlier, obviously the calendar has turned to June. And when that happens, I start getting antsy. I'm not going to lie. I start getting antsy for football season. You start seeing Athlon Sports preseason college football mags with Tyler Beatty on our regional cover this year. It starts getting me excited, I'm not going to lie. And inside of that Athlon Sports magazine, preseason, all SEC teams featuring on the first team, Michael Maietti at center and Trey John Jeffcoat as an edge rusher. So congratulations to both of those guys getting some preseason love. And of course, I'm sure Connor Basilak will be getting some votes, maybe third team, all SEC preseason who knows? But yes, somehow Connor is going to be technically still a freshman, I guess, even though this is his third year in the football program. But other than those three guys, well, and some other obvious returners, Missouri with a lot to replace next year. Obviously, the five guys who were drafted in the NFL, Nick Bolton, Josh Bledsoe, Tyree Gillespie, 
Larry Roundtree and Larry Borum, of course, Damon Hazelton, his one year with the Tigers has resulted in him signing as an undrafted free agent with the Texans. Trey Williams, Markel Utzi have moved on to play with the Hogs of all teams and Barry Odom. So certainly some question marks about 10 starters, I believe, out of the 22 on the offensive and defensive, two depths from a surprisingly solid 5-5 five and five team last season. So speaking of Connor Basilak's freshman status, I think you're going to see a lot of true freshmen maybe see the field next year, maybe than you might otherwise, especially a cornerback. Now there's a position you don't love seeing true freshmen at in general, Ennis Rakestraw saw the field as a true last year. Now you got to think some of those guys are going to be there as well. But regardless, the game times have been released for actually Missouri's first three football games. The home opener, 3 p.m. against Central Michigan. Then on the road against Kentucky at 6.30 on the SEC Network. In fact, all three of these games are on the SEC Network And then finally, an early one, 11 a.m. against Southeast Missouri. And we're also one month away from the July 1st new name, image, and likeness laws taking effect in four SEC states. Not Missouri, at least as of this moment. I believe the bill still sitting on the governor's desk waiting to potentially be signed or vetoed, of course. But yes, four SEC states Could have quite a bit of an advantage on Missouri and the rest of the league if, well, there's other states and their legislatures don't take some action pretty soon. And I want to talk about that after the break. But first, I want to talk about a new sponsor on this program, and that's Made In. Have you ever wondered how so many great restaurants in Columbia, by the way, have you ever wondered how these places consistently make such delicious food? Well, there's a short answer. It's they have access to the right kitchen tools. You see, with Made In's professional quality cookware and kitchenware, anyone is capable of making restaurant quality food from home. You see, Made In produces professional quality cookware and knives for those who love to cook. And they source the finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. And these products are made to last with an offer of a life, excuse me, with a lifetime guarantee. Right now, Made In is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code Locked On. That's madeincookware.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on. Made in better cookware for better meals. You know, I'll never forget where I was when I realized I was paying entirely too much for auto parts. It was at my local car dealership when these people handed me a bill for $2,800 for something that they had already fixed before. I started to realize, you know what, there's got to be a better way, and that better way is rockauto.com, where no matter if you're a professional mechanic at a dealership or just a do-it-yourselfer, well, you get the same low, low prices every single day at rockauto.com, because this is a family business 
that's been online for 20 years. These people have a great reputation, and they're not in the business of ripping you off. They're in the business of giving you the best possible experience. So go to rockauto.com right now and see the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com And as if Florida, Georgia, Alabama, and to a lesser extent Ole Miss and Mississippi State didn't have big enough recruiting advantages for all sorts of reasons, well, those four states, along with Arizona and New Mexico, on July 1st, well, it's it's game on for the NIL, the name, image, and likeness laws in those schools. All of their student-athletes will be allowed to receive money based on, again, their name, image, and likeness without putting their athletic scholarships in jeopardy, again, as soon as July 1st. And 10 other states are also set to have very similar laws come on the books as well after July 1st. But you know what? If you're Missouri, obviously there's a reason that Eli Drinkwitz decided to put on his best suit and head on down Highway 63 to Jeff City. There's no doubt about it what he was doing. He wants this. If Alabama's going to have it, if Georgia's going to have it, if Mississippi's going to have it, well, guess who also wants it? Eli Drinkwitz. Again, all of those states and those schools, the SEC schools that reside within them, have big enough advantages on Missouri already. So to the legislatures, in fact, more specifically to the governor of Missouri, Mike Parson, please sign the bill. Get on board. All we're asking you to do is just get out of the way. We're not asking you for a handout. We're just asking you to help get out of the way of getting between athletes and really what is none of anybody's business. And in basketball news, Missouri's strength coach for the past few seasons under Conzo Martin, Nico Demas Christopher, is leaving the team under good circumstances apparently, moving to Denver to launch his own training company, working with professional athletes, other athletes, notably Michael Porter Jr., apparently going to be one of Nicodemus Christopher's clients out in Denver. That makes a lot of sense, right? Their previous relationship, a good high-profile client for him. But you know what? Speaking of Michael Porter Jr., I'm going to ask the rather cynical question about Nicodemus Christopher that I'm sure nobody on the Mizzou beat is willing to ask, and that is this. Sort of like when Michael Porter Sr. got one more season after Jonte and Michael were officially off the team and then he moved on elsewhere. Well, we all know Nicodemus has a pretty notable cousin, nephew, I believe nephew actually, named Josh Christopher, who ultimately ended up spending his freshman season at Arizona State. So obviously now that Josh is off the board, I have to wonder, was there a sort of a agreement between Conzo Martin and Nicodemus like hey maybe Nicodemus isn't that big and being in college basketball forever but hey I'll come hang out with you be a strength coach for a while and maybe my nephew will come on down to Columbia that'll help him out if not well it's been fun it's been real that kind of deal I would just love to ask Conzo Martin how much 
if anything, Josh Christopher's recruitment factored into Nicodemus sticking around in Columbia for a few years. Now, don't misunderstand my tone. I'm sure he's a good strength coach. My goodness. Just look at the guy. He's ripped out of his, out of his brains. So yes, that's definitely a very a cynical question on my part, but honestly, it is one I would love to ask Conzo Martin someday. But of course, here's something you should never question, and that's that Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. And did you know that they have nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor that they'll just pull out of their sleeve every once in a while to the delight of all the massive Built Bar fans out there? But not only are Built Bar flavors the absolute best tasting They're relatively healthy as well. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugars, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. You know what, guys? I think I've done it. I think I've finally accomplished one of my goals for 2021. I know the difference between Jake and Logan Paul because Logan, well, he's the one who's fighting Floyd Mayweather, and Jake is unfortunately the one who knocked out Ben Askren, and now Also, Jake is going to be fighting another former Tiger, believe it or not. That's Tyron Woodley, former UFC welterweight champion Tyron Woodley, former Missouri wrestler Tyron Woodley. Well, they've agreed to to face each other, not in the MMA, not in the octagon, of course, but in a boxing match, as is Jake Paul style, to face not boxers, but no guys who really have no experience in that sport. That's who he likes to fight. Apparently this Friday, there's going to be some sort of face-off in Miami to promote the event. Quite honestly, I'll be rooting from Tyron Woodley from afar, but as usual, I have no interest in buying celebrity boxing fights, especially when, well, yes, I can tell Jake and Logan apart. I'm still not entirely sure what they're famous for, which may make me sound like a grandpa to some of you younger listeners, but you know what? I'm okay with that. I can live with it. But I will say, over at betonline.ag, Jake Paul right now, a minus 160 favorite, Tyron Woodley plus 130 Boy, you got to take Jake Paul at those odds. I hate to say it. Again, at least Jake Paul's a real boxer. Tyron Woodley, I don't know. He's an okay MMA striker. I mean, it, I, I don't want to be dismissive there of Tyron Woodley, just in case he hears this, by the way. But in all seriousness, there's just such a big difference between striking in MMA and boxing because of Frankly, you don't have to defend your legs. You don't have to defend anything below the waist in boxing. So when you defend your midsection, all you have to do is use your elbows sometimes and your forearms to defend those kind of shots around your rib cage, your your the midsection, all that kind of stuff. So you're talking about different stances, different techniques, and it's just it just seems like too much for a guy who's never had a professional boxing match before. Now, Woodley, I imagine maybe he'll get in better shape. Maybe he wants to avenge 
Ben Askren a little bit. They are buddies. Maybe he wants to show Jake Paul something, but I don't know. I imagine it's probably more likely that Woodley just saw what his buddy got paid and thought, hey, this sounds like a good payday for me as well. I'm a relatively well-known UFC fighter, so one last payday for Tyron Woodley before he probably retires. I'd say that's what's more than likely happening here. And by the way, just before we get out of here, I want to give a shout out to Kenny Main from Sports Center, ESPN, of course, who called, performed his last Sports Center, is now done with ESPN this past week. I'm sure many of you at least saw highlights of that, but you know what? That's the point, right? A lot of us probably saw clips online of Kenny Main's last Sports Center, but how many of us actually sat down and watched it? You know, I'm obviously a child of the 1990s, and in the 90s, well, Sports Center was basically everything as a young sports fan. And while Keith Olbermann has obviously moved on to more of a career in political commentary for the last couple decades, Dan Patrick has been off doing his own thing sports-wise for, gosh, again, probably decades now, at least 10 years at this point. Unfortunately, Stuart Scott is no longer with us. Craig Kilborn ended up going into comedy, The Late Show, all that kind of stuff. Well, really, Kenny Maine was, to me, the last vestige of that era. And to me, Kenny Maine was always maybe my favorite, too. Just a, an incredible dry sense of humor that was really tough to replicate. I mean, he, he was a special human being. I mean, a special kind of performer. And he's definitely going to be missed, to me, in that realm. But really, this got me thinking. Even though this is the end of an era for me in Sports Center, really, Sports Center, at least in its old form, again, just as far as being must see television, well, that's been dead for a long time now. And I was trying to just think back to when did watching highlights on sports really still matter? And certainly, I remember after Armageddon at Arrowhead in 2007. I came home after that game and probably watched from about 2.30 in the morning till 4.30 in the morning just the Missouri-Kansas highlights every time they would come up at the top of every half hour. I just loved it. It was incredible, and it was just a thrill to see it coming up like that. I'm not sure that I would do that anymore. Now, going back to 2010 when college game day came to campus and for the Missouri-Oklahoma game when the Sooners were number one and got taken down by the Tigers, of course, the famous John McGaffey return and all that good stuff. Well, it was still a massive deal. Being on game day was still a massive deal, but that was game day. I don't know, was SportsCenter still that big of a deal? Because it's just about this time that I think SportsCenter stopped, stopped playing highlights and started playing the hits. And you can understand that. It became all about, especially in 2010, right? Every single year it was about, will Brett Favre come back? Hey, Brett Favre this. Hey, Brett Favre that. You know, today the, the highlights, it's all about, well, how can we get everything to come back to LeBron James? A few years ago it was LeVar Ball. I mean, there's always just a few topics out there that the sports aficionados, especially at ESPN, feel like they can keep coming back to and just bang people over the head with it, in a semi-desperate attempt, in my opinion. Again, I could be wrong. What do I know? I'm just a small fry in this business. But to me, I think 
Sports Center stopped being Sports Center not only when more options came around, but also when they stopped covering broad topics. See, in an hour, you could basically get the world of sports. Even if I didn't really care about the NHL that much, for instance, I was never that huge of a hockey fan, I had an idea of what was going on in the NHL. Now you never get that with ESPN anymore. Now it's, oh, LeBron said something. Let's talk about that for 10 minutes. Frankly, that just gets exhausting to me. And for all the excuses of the new media world, I think the Sports Center format has been the biggest part of their demise. Now, when Scott Van Pelt, his Sports Centers, I think, are different. You know, th- those are different. It kind of gets me back to hey, a-, a personality like Scott Van Pelt who can lead me through a bunch of highlights, through some unique segments, give me a little bit of humor and opinion tossed in. I still enjoy his sports centers a lot, but the rest of them are just totally disposable to me and not the the must-see TV they once were for all the reasons I just laid out. But anyway, that's just a little bit of media commentary there, free of charge for you at the end. But you know what? This is Locked on Mizzou, and we'll have plenty more Tiger topics for you as this offseason wears on. So, until then, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.